Welcome to Ollie Streak, who is joining me for today's podcast. Thank you for coming along, Ollie. Good afternoon, Nicole. Uh, happy to be here. Great. And Ollie is my business partner in Silesia. He's actually one of the co-founders of Silesia of London. And he comes from a vast background of bathrooms. Is that correct? They're in <laughs> your blood. Is, they are, yeah. I didn't really uh, get much of a choice, I don't think. I was brought up a, around um, business and, and toilets since I was <laughs> working in the warehouse from the age of about 10 in my summer holidays. And yeah, here I am now. That's right. A few years later. Mm. Because Just you are 15. very young. You're yeah. very young, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 25. Um, I started my first business at 19, I believe. Um, yeah, just coming up to six years actually in August. And that was the bathroom seller? That was, yeah. So uh, initially I began by um, selling discontinued. Um, actually, I was looking for a real job um, in in, in uh, IT, funnily enough. And um, I sort of started in my free time selling sort of discontinued products on eBay, um, which snowballed and I never found a job. Um, so here I am, sort of, yeah, six years later, we've got a showroom, uh, 6,000 square foot sort of distribution warehouse um, based in Cranbrook in Kent. Um, and then uh, about this time last year, actually, uh, Jamie, my other business partner, um, came to me with an idea, which was Salacia of London, um, and we incorporated, I think, in yeah May... 2017. That's right. So it's been, it's been going for quite a while now, and but the bathroom seller has been a success for you. And it's interesting that even though you are so young, you've never had a job, have you? Not a real one. You've no. never been employed no. by anyone. Nope. No. Nope. Always nope. just been you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've worked for myself, and I've never, never been employed. That's amazing. It is an amazing place to be. Did you ever go to university or? Nope. Um, I didn't really. Get on too well at school. I didn't really enjoy school that much. I couldn't wait to get you know get out of education really. And I was always interested in business, not you know bathroom business, just in business in general. Um, so I was there was no part of me ever that that wanted to go to university. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you actually, and I think that for me, I'm not so focused on my children going to university. I think that there's a place for it if you want to be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, mm. etc. But if you want to be an entrepreneur like you are, even though I know you don't like that that tag, but we'll come back to that. But if you do, then as long as you've got an understanding of your business, which clearly you do, of bathrooms. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> After all these years, and have an understanding of how business function, then. You don't necessarily need formal education. No, I mean, and no amount of education I don't think can sort of train you for that. Um, I made, I have made loads of mistakes, and I'm still making mistakes, but um, learning from them very quickly. And because I've got no experience in, you know, working for anybody else, um, that was a very, very steep learning curve. You know, employing people, um, setting companies up. Um, Buying products, selling products. It's although it's quite straightforward. There's a lot of structure to it, and there's there was yeah, I, you know, I fell a lot of times. Yeah, I'm sure. You, look, I'm sure you have, but I'm sure you've learned from those. And I, and what impressed me about you when I when I met you and um, Ollie recently, or it was the beginning of 2018, met me in Kent and took me for a drive, and we very fast drive, mind you, which we'll also cover. But um, he took me down to some of the uh, warehouses and distribution centres in, in Kent of some of the major bathroom suppliers. And 
What was really interesting to me is that even though his family have a large bathroom company, you were determined to do this on your own. Yeah, there was. Um, I've always had the support, um, not financially, but always had the support from uh, from my dad. Um, but he, he's he's always been there to sort of. Um, you know, give me advice and whatnot, but he was very conscious also never to, you know, um, sort of the old silver spoon treatment was, was you know, it, it didn't happen and that I could never, never had that um, well, he comment made it, from people, you know. Yeah, that's right. So you he was very, yeah. Nepotism, did yeah, you? Yeah, he, he was brought up with it and he, he had similar sort of comments, you know, to him and he was very, you know, conscious that, I wouldn't have that and that I'd do it on my own, and I have. Yeah, and that, that was really apparent to me. And when I met your father, he's clearly incredibly proud of you and proud of the fact that you have you have done this on your own. And you've almost started how he did because he started with a certain amount of money and then built up his business to what it is now. And and you also started with the same amount of money. Yeah, funnily, uh, it's a funny story, really. He uh, set up his first company with a uh, £500 loan. Uh, it's put £500 into a bank account and it is where it is today. Um, I made a point of doing exactly the same thing, although I didn't borrow it, um, put £500 in a bank account and that was where we started. Yeah. So it was quite a sort of, yeah, nice story. It is a lovely story because your father made it clear that it wouldn't be fair on the management of his company if his sons just came into the business. So you really were not forced, but you were. it made you determined to do this on your own, on your own terms. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he was very conscious of yeah the people within their company, uh, the managers and whatever they'd been you know they'd be put out I guess if you know understandably so, you know, yeah. family come in and go straight to the top it's not very fair, um, but also I wouldn't really want that, um, you know you get a lot of satisfaction out of doing it for yourself. Yeah, and you've you've done that very well, and you've got a great story about why it's called the bathroom cellar. Yeah, so um, actually started when I was eBaying stuff it was uh, a load of discontinued stock it was actually in a cellar in in uh, in Maidstone and um yeah that was where we got the name from uh to a lot of people it doesn't make any sense now but yeah we it did at the time we did at the time yeah yeah <laughs> and then Salacia of London started as you said uh, nearly about 18 months ago now and how is it that your experience with the bathroom cellar works so well with what we're doing with Silesia? So over the course of the last six years or so, I've built up some great supplier relationships. Um, you know, I've developed a lot of product knowledge, um, and that's really you know a massive head start, really, with uh, you know Silesia of London. Um, I don't think it could you know we we would be a lot further back. You know, have we not had those supplier relationships? Um, and and yeah, so it's yeah been a massive leg up, really. It's great, and, and so far, uh, my company, London Central Developments, put in orders. How many bathrooms have we ordered from you so far? Um, we've done thirty at Brent Cross, mm-hmm. uh, and I think twelve in Hoxton. Yes. Is it six? Yeah, we've got quite a few anyway coming through. We've got a 90 in total that will be going into Brent Cross. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of bathrooms that I'm able to put through, which is why it's been a logical step for me to partner with you and to actually come on as a shareholder, investor and, and a board member and marketing director. So that's, that's really exciting. And just uh, recently we presented our marketing campaign to the board. So Marina and I, <coughs> excuse me, 
So uh, that was exciting. We can't say too much about it, though, can we? <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a really really exciting um, concept, actually, and I can't wait for for you guys to start making the uh, reality. Yeah, I can't mm. either. It was such a, a goosebump moment, really, when that happened. But let's go back to Silesia again to the actual uh, conception of the idea. And what is it about Silesia that makes it different from? Someone like you, the bathroom seller or other bathroom <coughs> providers. Yeah, so I guess um, you know historically, uh, the, the bathroom industry as a whole is very um, archaic, and it's either you buy out of a brochure, a plumbing council, or a showroom, which are huge. The um, brochures are massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we you look to my office, you would probably find about seventy different catalogues from all our different suppliers, each of which has you know several thousand products in it. And the choice is almost too much for people. Um, people, you know, lead very busy lifestyles, um, and all of that, you know, going to and from suppliers, searching the internet for different bits and bobs to piece a bathroom suite together. Obviously, you know, for example, a family bathroom might contain, you know, a bath um, with a shower overhead. Um, you've got, I mean, 20, 30 different components to sort of purchase there um, and of course you know, to piece them together is, is quite a task and, and to actually make sure that they you know all physically work together um, people will often shop around to find the best deals um, and think that they're saving money by doing that but when deliveries turn up or don't turn up is the case stuff arrives broken damaged doesn't work together not compatible it's an absolute um, you know it's a really arduous you know task and so with Salacia of London We've taken that, you know, pain away, and what we've we've done is we've developed suites that that basically work together and and arrive as a package. Um, so it just takes the stress out of uh, yeah out of buying bathrooms, which is a real stress. And having done many bathrooms before <clears throat> for my own projects, uh, yeah, it's that shopping around for the various different components only to find that they don't work together and then having to return them or later on finding out that the bathroom you bought three months ago for your builders doesn't actually fit uh, with the with the drain that you bought or whatever it might be. And that's really frustrating. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about this solution. It is a disruptive model. And, and often it, it works the other way as well when tradespeople go and, um, you know, buy bathrooms for their clients or for projects that they're doing um, and they may go and, select something with the right function and something but it it doesn't look very good they they're not designers so we've we've pieced the suites together from a you know design and practical perspective and that's the role that Simon May who I've also interviewed for this podcast Simon May is an incredible designer started off as a furniture designer and he does incredible things just watching him draw is amazing isn't it it is he's yeah it's quite a talent yeah, he is indeed. So he's coming up with some great bathroom ideas together with Ollie and his team. If you check that they all work together, put the whole concept together, and then it's packaged up on the silesia.co.uk website. And uh, it's all available there to purchase. And you just choose your look, choose the size of bathroom, whether that be a, a family bathroom or an ensuite, uh, and then it's all delivered, as Ollie has said. And what's really exciting is that we're doing my own ranges of bathrooms for my own developments. So we've got the Hoxton coming first. Is that right? Yeah, Hoxton's first. That's on its way. That's actually, you've delivered the first lot actually to Hoxton this week. Um, so that design will be made available to, um, to, to customers very shortly. So you'll be able to buy the bathrooms that you see 
in my developments. Yeah, and I think also we will um, in the in the near future be doing some sort of open days at some of uh, Nicole's developments, so you can Definitely. actually come and see them for yourself, uh, touch and feel, you know, see the quality and and the design. That's right, and that's what's really exciting is that people really will be able to buy from not only the Silesia of London Instagram page, which you all should go and follow, obviously, <laughs> but um, from my own Instagram page as well, you'll be able to click through, see the interiors that you like and buy them. Because really, our our ambitions with Silesia don't just finish at bathrooms, do they? No, I mean, it's where we've begun. It's where it's something I understand, obviously, um, with bathrooms, but um, Simon's got a lot of you know background knowledge in, in all things interiors, you know, kitchens, living rooms, um, yeah, the, the options are really endless. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking tiles and yeah. lighting. I think We're lighting would be a great option all of those sorts of solutions at the moment. What my goal for this is that whatever I put in my my developments, I want to be able to buy directly from Silesia of London, even down to the soft furnishings, the towels, the hand soaps, the candles, whatever it might be. I want to buy everything from Yeah, us. We're, we're developing ranges of uh, candles and towels as we speak, actually. So, we are indeed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were just that. smelling them this morning, we weren't were, we, before yeah. we came here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really, really exciting. And obviously, Ollie's he's a very interesting young man and uh, his interests are not just contained to bathrooms. You've got quite a, a, a nice collection of supercars too, don't you? Yeah, there's, um, I guess... Every 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 bloke has to have it has to have his hobby, and mine happens to be um, cars, um, driving, collecting, racing. Um, so it's it's an interesting one. Um, Tell us about your very that. first car, because you've got a lovely story. Or well, not your? I don't think it's your first one, but your race car that you bought and uh, how my, you bought that. My my Datsun two forty. Um, so when I first sort of set up my my, my first business, um, made a you know bit of money and thought I'm going to treat myself. Always fancied a Datsun 240Z. It was something, actually, my dad had one, and I my was. My dad had one once he was too. Really, I'm sure. Yeah. He was. I was. I was egging him to buy it, and um, he wouldn't let me. So I thought, sorry, I'm going to go and buy my own, and uh, found one um, online. And it was in Copenhagen, so uh, booked the flights that day, um, flew out to Copenhagen, um, picked it up, drove it back all in one day. But um, you took cash over. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was no way to sort of transfer money fast enough um, to be able to pick it up in one day. Um, so took a big bag of cash on a plane, <laughs> as one um, does, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and 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 picked it up that very day. I think we left at three o'clock in the morning, Heathrow, uh, and arrived back about midnight. <laughs> of so, the same day. Of the same day, yeah. That's a, amazing. An interesting trip, and you've so. still got that car, don't you? I've still got the car and I will never, ever, ever sell it. And so you race special. it, is that correct? No, oh, I no. don't race that. Um, I've raced BMWs and actually this year uh, I'm looking at some historic racing in a Lotus Cortina, perhaps. So oh, um, I do like a Lotus. And stuff in classic uh, Mustangs as well. So. Mm-hmm. Because you have taken a bit of a break from racing recently, haven't you? Yeah, so I did a uh, quite a bit last year, but it was really sort of affecting work, I suppose. And, and I didn't initially, you know, think it was going to, you know, have that much impact. But obviously financially and sort of time-wise, it was, yeah, it was taking up a lot of time. So I focused really this year and, you know, the forthcoming years just to, you know, get Salacia where I want it and then I can, you know, go and have fun. But I'm sure we'll we'll do a little bit of racing this year. and, and yeah. yeah. 
and sponsor my children's race team yeah, as well. Yeah, I think we've got <laughs> logos going on there. Yeah, They're race do. suits, haven't we? We do. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. very keen little carters. So uh, I think we can have a whole company of, of carters, except for me. We'll just have a race team. Slacia, we just have a race team. London race team. Exactly. Perfect. Sounds like a great idea. Coming to the Formula One grid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Red Bull have done it, so why yeah. can't we? Well, small issue. Yeah. Money. £300 million pounds to set yeah. one up. but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, we'll get there. Yeah. We're getting there. And uh, But your licences are not just confined to cars, are they? You've got no, a really got interesting licence. What is I that? I have. So uh, I think it was about three years ago, um, I went and got a track licence, a tank licence. A tank license. A tank license. Um, which a was proper a, army green yep, tank. Full-blown um, jobby with a, with a live gun on it as well. <laughs> can um, you shoot the is, gun? Yeah, you can shoot blanks. Um, it's on my firearms license. So Unbelievable. It's quite an interest. That's an interesting one. So where do you um, drive actually, this around? Well, when I, funny story was when I went and, and did the track license, the guy from the, the DVLA came over and he said, well, I don't actually um, know what to look for here because I've never done a tank license. Um, <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was probably like an hour-long test and I, we all passed. Uh, I don't think he really knew what he was looking for. Uh, I suppose that we could we could park it and not crush cars. Um, <laughs> but it's a bit of a laugh to take up the pub of a Sunday. And um, So also, you take you know, it up to your local on a yeah, Sunday? Yeah, we have done. <laughs> it's good fun. Uh, and, um, yeah, you get some laughs at the petrol stations, let me tell you that. Yeah. So you actually can drive this along the bitumen road. Yeah, it's got rubber tracks. So oh, I um see. but they still crush curbs. Mm, <laughs> so um yeah, it's it's interesting. It's um it's as you can imagine very, very wide. So you've got to be quite quite careful. Um, Especially on the narrow roads people around Cranbrook. Do get a bit of a fright when they see you coming towards them, I'll yeah. tell you that. Especially with the big cannon up. Yeah, yeah. So that is actually, it's a real, I think, 70 millimeter live gun on that. Oh, that's that's unbelievable. But yeah, I'm coming down and uh, bringing my children yeah, for a ride in the tank. Yeah, we're going to have to do a, uh, you know, a pub lunch with Nicole yeah. soon. Sounds very good. <laughs> and uh, what do you have a pilot's license at all? I don't. You don't? No, no, that's next. Hopefully. That's next. That's okay. Next. Um, yeah, again, that's a, a time thing, really. Uh, it takes up a lot of time, but yeah. I would be really interested in getting my um, pilot's license. And what about to... helicopter license? Yes, particularly helicopter. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to be able to fly. Because so. you you do also have that as a hobby. Don't yeah, you? well, uh, my uh, father's flown for twenty five, thirty years privately, and I've always flown with him. I think I first took control when I was about nine. Um, you know, flying straight and level, and I've sort of had a passion for it ever since. But it's it's another one of those things. It's it's. It would be be nice to have, but it's a um, you know time thing. Yeah, really. and you've got to keep up the hours, don't you? Yeah, I think although you only have to do a minimum of two or three hours, I think now okay. uh, a year actually, a year, but you okay. do have to retake your test uh, annually. Yeah, now that must so, be amazing looking day. at London from the air. Yeah, we've done it. We have I have flown up the Thames once. You can you can fly up the Thames on a single engine. I think you need twin engine to fly actually into London. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. But it's a nice commute. It would be, yeah, yeah it'd be lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's It'd be rather expensive to take it to work every day, but <laughs> exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, when I was skiing in Italy with, um, with my children over winter, there was this helipad there, and my son said, that's where we should land next time we're here, Mum. <laughs> I went, yeah, <laughs> let's well keep working up. on that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, yeah. And you've also got a passion for boating, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. anything with a motor, anything really. With a anything motor. with a motor. Yeah, so I don't do ball sports, but I do, yeah, all <laughs> things sport. motors, really. Um, yeah, so go down to South France quite a lot and um, enjoy that. Um, and my my father, he, he raced boats for a number of years as well, so I was always sort of had my hand in at, at that a little bit. Um, it, was, it was good fun over the course of about 10 years, so maybe one day. Yeah, Again, the it's another. Licence, it's another, yeah. Um, yeah, bucket list thing, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, you're, given that you're, what, 25? 25, yeah, you've yeah. Uh, you've got a long, long time to achieve those. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're getting a really good picture of you, Ali, and you're just, you're clearly a really driven, motivated entrepreneur. But what is it about that label entrepreneur that you don't like? I just don't think you should... I, I don't like calling. I think other people can call you an entrepreneur, but I, it's really it's a real cliche. I I don't like it. I, I you know. Yeah, you don't think that you've got the entrepreneurial spirit. I haven't proved anything yet, so you know, got a long way to go. You can have Maybe. the spirit without. Yeah, yeah, I've got a long way to go still. And, and if other people want to, you know, say that, that's fine. But I would I would never label myself as an entrepreneur. I would. I believe you're an entrepreneur. I think you've been in business since you were 19 years of age. Six years is a pretty decent time to prove yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like I've got a lot, you know, still to still to do. Like, yeah, six years into hopefully, you know, 30, 40 year career. I don't know. Yeah. Well, actually, I'd like to be retired at 35. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? 10 well, years. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a lot older than 35 yeah. and I'm still going yeah. and still enjoying it and still feeling... Yeah, I the... don't think actually, you know, when you're that way inclined, you ever really uh, retire. No. You've well, look at your something. father. He's he's working and he's he's mm. young. He's if. still working. Yeah, he's still working, isn't <laughs> yeah, he? And, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's always, you know, bits and bobs going on. That's right. And who who advises you in business? Because obviously you've you've started very um, young and you uh, don't necessarily have the the education to back no, you up, but I, you've no, got life no, experience. So who, yeah, who no who real helps you? yeah, no real experience. Um, I suppose um, dad a little bit, but to be honest with you, um, he really doesn't have sort of any involvement with what I, I mean. He he yeah, he doesn't really have any involvement. But if I yeah would go to him for, for advice um i've learned a lot um through actually partner jamie and you know incorporating Salacia. Yeah. yeah um you know i've learned quite a lot you know working with him um he's got a you know 15 20 years ahead of me so um yeah i suppose him as well um and you know articles you read uh books although i'd be totally lying if i said i read a book because i haven't read one for about 10 years <laughs> but um there's there's loads of ways you know you can get you know business advice and um and also from yourself as well um big you know i've learned a lot through uh you know working with nicole yeah, on the marketing and social yeah, media certainly that's something that's you know i know how to sell you know buy buy something for a and sell for b but you know um th- everything that goes you know around it um yeah i've still got a lot to learn yeah, but your social media has really improved since you've been working with it. <laughs> it's looking great. I love watching. I love looking at your socials every weekend and seeing the car meets and yeah. the lovely. There was a plane in the background of one of yours recently as well. Is that it? Was that a Spitfire? It was actually. It's a friend of mine. Um, shout out to Ben at Aero Legends. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Plug. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. That was a, f- a photo of one of the cars in front of his his Spitfire. I think they've got three of them now. Yeah, and they impressive. do. Uh, you can book them, can't you, to go for a ride around? Yeah, yeah, they're based out of Hegel. I think 
www.godatcare.com. You're going to love me, Ben. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I just looked amazing in your socials. So, look, we're... It's been amazing working with Ollie and he's he's clearly very young but knows exactly what he's doing and uh, it, it's it's amazing what he is doing with the bathroom cellar but now more recently with um, with Celestia. So, yeah, look, Ollie, thank you so much for joining us today and look forward to working with you in the future. Yeah, great. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs>